Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Bat Page Breakdown. I'm your host, Antoine Staley. You can always find me at Antoine Staley on social media. Also find me uh, at the New York Daily News covering the Jets and also NFL stuff, too, as well. Uh, it's from time to time, other NFL stuff <laughs> from time to time outside of just the Jets, too. Obviously, you know, everybody knows about the big game, you know, with the Jets and the Chiefs this weekend. I know a lot of Jets fans are not necessarily uh, enthusiastic about it simply because so, <laughs> uh, you know, them coming in, you know, the Chiefs coming in and uh, obviously them being heavy favorites and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and everything like that. So we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. But before that, before I get to that, football is back and Bet Online is your number one information source for all sports wagering information with all the up to the minute stats, news, scores and actual breakdowns. Get the latest odds, spreads, totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online real time updates on statistic news and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and the Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you the access to the best football promotions contests available anywhere. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember, use our Pro Bowl code BELIEVE, B L E A V E to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game start. So, yeah, definitely, you know, all the talk has been about Zach Wilson this week, and deservedly so. I mean, you look at, you know, what he did or what he didn't do against the Patriots last weekend. I mean, I know he didn't turn the ball over, and I know the Patriots – I mean, I know uh, Robert Sala has talked about him preach, you know, ball security and things of that nature too. But the fact to remain – the fact of the matter is – I mean, he just didn't get the job done. And you look at, you know, Matt Jones on the other side, not a great quarterback by any stretch of the imagination, but he was able to get the job done. He did what he had to do and, you know, help guide the Patriots to a small 15-10 win, win, you know, in MetLife Stadium. So now you got, you know, Patrick Mahomes coming into town and, you know, I think a lot of people were expecting the Chiefs to put on a master class on national TV. And, you know, I think the side, they really, the Patrick Mahomes, Sat Wilson's, you know, game has been really a sidebar to, you know, Taylor Swift this weekend. And for, for folks that don't know Taylor, which I'm sure everybody knows at this point, but <laughs> Taylor Swift is uh, reportedly supposed to show up at MetLife Stadium uh, to see Travis Kelsey, who she, you know, reportedly is dating, or at least they're seeing each other. I don't know if publicity stunt or whatever the case may be, uh, but Taylor Swift apparently will be in attendance. And also, you know, according to ESPN, Aaron Rodgers might be in attendance too as well. So, but I'll talk, I'll talk about Aaron first simply because, you know, I think when Aaron went down, I think this team really lost its leader in the locker room. And it probably shouldn't be the case, but the fact of the matter is Aaron Rodgers, they did everything. They bent over backwards for Aaron Rodgers this offseason, got him the help that he needed, got the players that he wanted, uh, schemed, doing everything. Everything was catered to Aaron Rodgers. And then when he went down, I mean, I think that really changed the course of the entire team to the point where now they're scrambling. Uh, you know, he talked about Willie Gay and his comments. He kind of said it when he's talking about, you know, Zach Wilson in the passing game where they want to run the ball. I mean, it's no secret that what the Jets want to do, they want to run the ball. They don't necessarily want to throw it a whole lot with Zach Wilson because they don't have a lot of confidence in them. And, you know, fact of the matter is, you know, when Aaron went down, it just – like I say, they lost their entire identity, and now they're, they're scrambling to try to find that same identity, you know, to be quite honest with you. So, yeah, I definitely think, you know, I definitely think that 
now that Aaron is possibly coming back, I think that that will really help them leadership wise in that locker room. And, you know, with that team too, as well, if he's able to get back into the building, I don't know how much is going to help them, you know, wins and losses. And because, you know, he's not the one throwing the football, he's not the one, um, you know, out there in the trenches is, is Zach Wilson. And no matter what he can say and coach up with Zach, you know, he's still probably going to be the same quarterback that he has been very erratic. I think he's lost confidence. Clearly, you know, you look at his, look at his rookie year compared to now. I mean, his stats are even worse than what they were. So yeah, I think it's going to be, it's tough, especially when you're playing a chiefs team that's great on all sides of the football and you're going to have to score. I mean, the Jets have scored 10 points per game the last two weeks. That's definitely not going to get it done really against anybody, especially, you know, an offense as potent as Kansas City. But if you if you are going to, you know, try to stay in this game, I think it's some things that they really have to do. They have to run tempo because that's what Zach's comfortable with. That's what he did at BYU. That's He's not overthinking. He's just able just to throw the ball down the field, just, you know, quick check downs or get the ball out quickly. And, you know, he's not holding on to it that much. So if he's able to do that, I think you got to also keep the players engaged and give them a good opportunity to score some points. Now, obviously, I'm sure the Chiefs will, you know, make adjustments if they decide to do that. But, yeah, I think they just have to, you know, say, you know what, what we did for Aaron, it's not going to work for Zach. We have to do something. We have to do things that helps him, whether it be, you know, get Xavier Gibson and McCole Hartman out there on the field, two guys that, you know, anytime they touch the football, they can, you know, create some big plays too as well. And then, you know, I, I know Randall Cobb has done a lot of good things for, with the league and, you know, with Aaron, but, you know, I would play him less, especially, you know, when you got some young receivers who can, you know, stress the field and also do some big things too as well. So that's kind of what I would do if I was, you know, the Jets and uh, Nathaniel Hackett. We'll see what kind of adjustments they make. And obviously the running game is going to be huge in a game like this because that's what they want to do. They, they want to run the football. They've made no bones about that. And that's kind of, you know, their identity right now. I know I asked Robert Sala directly, like, what do you think your identity is? He was like, we're still trying to find it. If you're still trying to find it at this point of the season, then I think, you know, even though it's still early, I think, you know, that says a lot about, you know, where the Jets are right now. I think they should be a team that plays really good defense, has a really good running game, although they haven't shown that in the last couple of weeks. And, you know, it's a team that wants to punch you in the mouth. If they're, they're able to do that, you know, I think they'll start to win more games. And, you know, again, they, they might not make the playoffs. They're probably not at this point. So because, you know, I just don't think they're a good enough team offensively and able to do that defensively. Yes, they're as good as anybody in the league. You know, you put them up there with the Browns and Steelers and obviously Patriots have a good defense, Cowboys. But, yeah, I think oh, defensively they're up there, if not the best defense, but at least one of them. But, you know, if you can't, you know, score points in this league, it doesn't necessarily matter. You know, you're basically, especially in a fight like this against Kansas City, you're basically bringing a water pistol to a gunfight. And <laughs> obviously you bring a water pistol to a gunfight, you know what's going to happen. So they got to, they got to find get this thing out offensively or else, you know, they're going to be walking into Denver uh, one and three and a really a must win. I thought the Patriots was a must win situation. I think this is even more of a must win situation because, uh, you don't want to lose to the Broncos. And if you lose that to a team that's may or may not be winless, depending on what happens with the Bears game with the Broncos this week, then you got the Eagles coming to town in midlife. And I imagine it's going to be a ton of Eagles fans there, especially considering the proximity. Philadelphia is less than two hours away, 90 minutes. 
and you know eagles fans are just gonna you know represent their midlife and especially with their team especially them consider possibly having another home game compared to the eight that i believe they have this year so yeah they got to get it done you gotta you know you lost to the patriots you got to try to make up for that somehow i don't give them much of a chance against the chiefs but you know i think a lot of people didn't give them much of a chance you know against the bills last year when they came to metlife stadium so you know it's like you know in my advance that i'll come out with on sunday it's like buster douglas and mike tyson you know a lot of people aren't giving nobody's giving uh, the Chiefs, I mean, the Jets, much of a chance, but as we've seen in sports all the time, upsets typically do happen. They happen all the time. And, you know, if you're the Jets, you're like, why not? Why can't we, you know, be the Buster Douglas to Mike Tyson? Everybody's spitting, you know, the Chiefs just to walk in there, cruise to an easy victory. We're at home. Maybe we can get the crowd behind us. There's going to be a lot of people there for um, Taylor Swift Fest, I guess, if you want to call it that. But, yeah, I think, you know, if you're there, if you're the Jets, that's kind of the mindset you have to go with. Like, look, we we can start out early. I would get the ball. Like, just try to, you know, set a tone early in the game. Like, look, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to try to hit them in the mouth, hit up early, try to score a touchdown, and then have them fight for behind. Although the Chiefs are great at that, too. But you want to set a tone. Like, look, we came here to play. You want to get the crowd behind you and just get some momentum that way because otherwise she's go up seven nothing now you're kind of playing behind the eight ball and you know as we've seen with zach wilson he's not necessarily a guy that's gonna bring you back to victory although he did against buffalo but you know this is a whole different animal when you're playing mahomes and kelsey and andy andy reed and the chiefs too so yeah that's what i would do too and i think Another thing is as opposed to outside of running the football, which I think everybody understands, like they just have to be committed to it. I mean, I know Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall haven't had the best uh, games the last couple of weeks, especially last week against New England when, you know, you had seven or eight in the box, but you just got to commit to it. Just run the ball, try to do some things that are, you know, outside the norm, some different, some different types of plays. And I definitely think that that could be in their best benefit possibly, you know, to get those guys out some space and maybe some big games too as well. So, yeah, obviously running the football offensive line is key too. And then I think lastly for me, I think the big key is for, you know, they got to get turnovers. They got to get turnovers. Um, we saw it in Buffalo it was against Buffalo in week one. They were able to force four Josh Allen turnovers. That was the difference in the game. If you're going to play these top quarterbacks, you know, Mahomes is a gunslinger. you got to be able to capitalize on these interceptions and turn over possible interceptions. If you can't, then, you know, he's going to kill you. He's going to just slice and dice you up. So when you have the opportunity, like South Gardner again against Dallas, you got to be able to take advantage of it instantly. You can't just beat around the bush and, you know, hope that, you know, something – happens yet you have to be able to create those opportunities and you got to be able to rush the passer the Jets have had one set the last couple of weeks too and uh that's not the recipe for success when you're facing a quality opponent like this and you know the Chiefs offensive line has been hit or there here or there you know as far as hit or miss but you know I think for they you know they're going to try to do some things where you know you keep you try to contain Quentin Williams and Jermaine Johnson and those guys too as well but the pass rushes man kind of disappointing, you know, outside of week one, you know, they hadn't been able to get pressure on the quarterback. And I know Robert Solid, you know, what he likes to do, he likes to rush for, and that's probably the best recipe against, you know, the chiefs because you start blitzing people. It's not, it's not going to work out very well for you, uh, especially against Patrick Mahomes who see, he knows what you're going to do before you even run the play. So you gotta, you gotta be on it. You gotta, 
got to be really detail oriented, well coached. And that, again, that's the only shot that, you know, you have to win this game. Nathaniel Hackett does have some, you know, obviously experience coach coaching against the Chiefs. Um, last year, uh, two times they faced them. Obviously, the Broncos didn't come away with the victory, but you know, you do have some instances where you know he knows what they want to do, they know what he wants to do offensively. Although, this is a different team with the Jets, do and they have a familiarity, I'm sure, with Zach Wilson and just watching him and what he's been able to do the last few weeks and the last two weeks of his career. So, yeah, this is it. This is it for Zach Wilson. This is a big game for him. Obviously, they signed Trevor Simeon. You know, earlier this week, you know, on the practice squad, he won't play. He'll be inactive. But yeah, this is the end of the road. You gotta, he gotta, he has to play well, or else I think you know they might, they might start Simeon against the Broncos. And if they don't start Simeon against the Broncos, I'm sure they probably will against the Eagles. At some point, you know, the sand in the hourglass is starting to run out on Zach Wilson, and you have to, you know, be able to produce in this league. You know, the Jets were dealt a bad hand. Some of it is their fault because they failed to address the backup quarterback situation. You know, they thought just getting Aaron would solve a lot of their problems, but obviously it did not. Even if Aaron was there, I still think they would have some issues, but, you know, he would solve a a big part of their offensive issues. But, you know, now, you know, with no Aaron Rodgers, you know, you know, you definitely have more of these problems coming to light. So, yeah, they definitely have, they have some big issues there. They have to hope that Wilson can play well, play mistake fee football. That's really their only shot of winning this game. And if they can't, then, like I said, they're going to be one and three heading to Denver in a game where, you know, a lot of it was a lot of buildup, especially throughout the offseason uh, with John Payton's comments and Nathaniel Hackett and all that stuff. But we'll get into it next week. Um, but, yeah, it's, that's definitely going to be a game that they have to win because, you know, you look at their schedule, it does not get any easier with the Eagles. And, you know, they got the Giants after the bye. That, that could go either way. Chargers, they're probably not going to win that. Raiders could go either way, although I kind of lean towards the Raiders in that regard too. But, again, they could win that. But then you got the Dolphins. You got the Bills after that on the road in Buffalo. Probably not going to win that. You know, Dolphins coming to town. Put up, they put up 70 against the Broncos. So, yeah, the road does not get any easier. Atlanta's better than I think a lot of people thought. The Browns are better than what people thought. You know, obviously, you got to go to New England the last game of the season. There's no telling what the psyche of that team might be. So, yeah, they, again, you got these games where you have to win and you have to, you have to do it. So, you know. There's no mistakes. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you. The Jets fans aren't very happy right now, and they want results. They're, like I said, they're in the five stages of grief. They have, you know, they're in the anger right now and trying to, and a bit of a denial, I believe, too, as well. Denial that, you know, this is kind of happening to them. They see other teams like the Lions, you know, they beat the Packers over Thursday night. You know, you see the Browns looking like they could possibly win the AFC North, if not, you know, be a playoff team. And you got the Dolphins, a team that, you know, has been traditionally down, has not won a playoff game since 2000. Miami hasn't, but yeah, they might have a, they have a good opportunity to do to finally break that streak this year. And if you're a Jet fan, you just got to be a bit sick about everything that's happening. But again, nobody's going to feel sorry for you. You know, this is the hell in hand you got, and you just got to play with it. And hopefully you can be respectable at the end of the year. So that's all you can have to hope for if you're a Jets fan. So we'll be here on Tuesday to kind of break it all down. We'll have a we'll have a guest at some point. You know, we're talking about the Jets and just kind of the state of the state of them. And you know, hopefully, you know, for y'all sakes, the Jets fans, it'll be a uh, it'll be two and two instead of one and three. Which, but I think a lot of people, including myself, 
believe they're going to be one and three after this game heading into Denver in a critical game as well. So you can tune back in next week for that. I'm Antoine Staley again. You know, you can follow me at Antoine Staley on Twitter or X or whatever it's called now, all social media platforms, Instagram, threads, and also follow my work at the New York Daily News. All right, till next week.